it's your girl, your spiritual love, love and light back for another episode on the wake up within the love and light community. If you my name is Ashley Escobar and I'm a holistic healer and an awakened soul. My business is called Love Light, where I service clients from a distance and locally at the lighthouse. I help others to create more balance in their lives and activate their own inner light. I'm a nurse as well as patients of holistic health and alternative medicine. And the goal of a healthy, balanced mind and spirit is to be able to prevent illness and disease from the body, allowing you to create heaven here on earth and enjoy true freedom, peace and fulfillment. Here on The Wake Up, I like to talk about many topics that are really important tools and resources that I feel life, but also I cover many different topics that I advocate and bring new information to help others awaken beyond what you already know. So today I'm actually bringing on a guest to talk with one of my spiritual brothers tonight and introduce him to the love and light community. Wake up channel here. I have my brother Matt. Thank you for coming on with me tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So Matt and I were connected and um, upon he is another very awakened soul. In many realms, we are aligned. And I wanted to bring him on to kind of talk different topics. I want to first, Matt, can you tell, we both have transitioned out of um, very different lives. Both, both of us were involved in corporate world and, and found that that's not where we were authentically supposed to be and within our own purposes that was one of the very first alignments and connections that I remember aligning with you on and being in similar fields and where we left and where we are now so can you tell the audience what you used to do <laughs> um yeah so I originally was pretty hardcore into science so I started out in biology field biology then transitioning into uh, chemistry with more of a medical emphasis, um, doing like tissue engineering, stuff like that, and then shifting into more of a pharmaceutical approach. So um, medicinal and natural products chemistry, where basically we were looking for natural sources to treat all kinds of mostly central nervous system disorders, but also cancer and stuff like that. So um, also treatments for chronic pain and um, some of the more obscure things like schizophrenia, um, DID, multiple personality disorder, uh, stuff like that, stuff that wasn't fully understood. So it was actually kind of looking back on it, it's kind of a natural progression of where stuff ended up. And I always knew I had this desire to help he people feel better, heal. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a pharmacist. I saw what they did. And I knew like that was my understanding of it. So like my overall purpose didn't really change. I just figured out a different way. And part of doing that was having to let go of thinking I knew everything because <laughs> you get invested in a certain belief system and well, I knew better than everyone. If you don't believe me, just ask me. <laughs> so letting go and detaching from uh, thinking that I knew everything and actually doing what science is, you know, questioning everything um, really pushed me to this. So it wasn't like one day I woke up and had this epiphany and stuff like this. This was like basically 
uh, several years of stuff not working out and me trying to plow through it in the way that I, the only way that I knew. And then in that process, starting to question things and just finding a better way. So yeah, it's been pretty amazing. And I, I realize that now it's like that all led me to where I needed to be. And it's kind of now honoring that aspect of me that got me here. You know, like I can ha kind of have a foot in both worlds, you know, kind of like you do. Like if you don't have that contrast and that understanding, you really can't, you can't be like, oh, I read a book about that. I get what <laughs> I understand the other side of things. So it's nice to have that balance because you can kind of be that bridge for people that wouldn't be open to this stuff. So I see that now, but you know, at the time and going through it, you know, <laughs> definitely different. So exactly. I love, you know, so yeah. So you were on the science end of it. And me as a nurse, I think I love how you said that your purpose never changed the modality of the healing job into alignment of who we are at an authentic level. I would totally agree with you within the nurse in me. I wanted to help people. I wanted to help heal people. My patients used to feel touch them. There were certain, because of my intuitive gifts, there were certain tests or procedures that I was able to actors and calls during weekends and really understood what was going on with people and then would have the doctors come back on Monday and be like, how did you know that? Or how did you get that ordered and helped other people? But I don't resonate with, I did, I, I don't resonate with Western medicine. I, I, I'm more with Eastern medicine and there's a merge happening and I feel that there does need to be a merge. Um, happening at a slower pace in the next five to 10 years. Um, it's really going to take off the merge between Eastern and Western medicine. But I, growing up, I always loved science, same as you, the curiosity and just exploring and wondering. I think I took it to a different step, uh, a different level beyond science because I knew there was more where I feel like some scientists are so stuck in the logical mind that they're like, no, unless I have the proof and I've discovered the research, it's not true. Um, but yeah, so I also, you know, got out of corporate world nursing because it aligned with who I was and my purpose and went into different form of modality of healing um, through energy work, Reiki practitioner um, in me and, and different other services that I provide in within healing realm. Um, so with that said, and this is where um, I really was interested in Matt's work. So Matt, I'm going to let him speak. This is his realm. It's what he's amazing at. And he's got hundreds and thousands of people who testify for him. Quantum, the quantum world, any right up my lane. I love it. And involved with quantum healing. It is a, it's a higher level of healing that I feel everybody can benefit from. I know everybody can benefit from. Can you now let's tell them what you do now? Um, what I do now, I really don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's become, <laughs> everything's become so expansive and just so constantly evolving, but I, I thought when I first heard the word quantum, I was like, oh, what a, you know, it's just a marketing thing to get people to like tack onto this. Cause I understood like certain things about quantum physics and stuff like that. But now I really am starting to understand it and see like the quantum in the work. And that basically just describes this field of possibilities and how we're shifting between all these different things all the time. So um, 
definitely understand it on a better level than I, I used to and can see the, the quantum application and things. But basically what I do now is I guide people to heal themselves by accessing different states of consciousness, which actually sounds really scary, but it's not because you actually go through all these different states about 300 times a day without even trying. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, just, it's just how the brain works. So it's just basically allowing the brain to relax and kind of get to that programming level and allowing those shifts to take place on that quantum level. So um, the first the first experience I had, so even what I knew, everything I knew about science, um, still I was having all these issues. I was having uh, grand mal seizures every week. I was on 14 medications, only sleeping like two or three hours a night <laughs> and um, all like all different uh, medications for anxiety, for ADHD, for pain, for seizures, for the side effects of all those. And oh no, you just take this now. And <laughs> yeah. so 14 medications, only sleeping a couple hours a night. And um, that's when I discovered the work of Dolores Cannon. So for those of you that don't know, Dolores Cannon was um, kind of a pioneer in her field and started studying like past lives. And I think she published like 19 books on different things that came through in her I don't know, 40 years of work. And when no one was doing this stuff at the time, like she was <laughs> one, of, one of the only people that was like writing about this stuff early on. So I uh, discovered her work and then found someone that trained under her and uh, went and had my own personal quantum healing session. And in that one session, I got off all 14 medications. I stopped having seizures that day. Haven't had any since. Wow. Um, <laughs> I sleep every single night now. Uh, and I can't imagine only getting two or three hours of sleep a night. Uh, as a side effect, I lost like 60 pounds in two months from stuff my mind was hanging on to. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I really haven't had a bad day since. Like, it's just been such a life changer. And really, and then I found I was supposed to be doing this work. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, I had this identity of who I was. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing this. Like, it's the only answer I had trouble with. And I don't know, <laughs> that was only a little over three years ago. And it's been amazing. So um, now we get to provide that for people. It's just really cool to watch all these transformations. So the cool part I like about the work that I'm doing is I'm not doing any of it. <laughs> I'm guiding a person, but each person is doing their own healing. And that's really what, what healing is. Um, everyone, even in this, even in the alternative world, people are looking for the next thing to fix them, the next like herbal supplement or whatever. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like, otherwise your body just recreates this stuff. I mean, there are tools and there are certain applications of things, but you don't really get to that core level of healing and that permanent healing. So I see some of the work that I was doing as kind of like putting duct tape over the check engine light in your car and being like, yep, it's fixed. <laughs> you didn't actually get to the root of why that's happening. So um, the nice thing about the work that I do too is I can ask any question in the world. So when I, if you ask why enough times, you never get a medically answer. <laughs> the answer is never um, like, well, it's from receptor upregulation of blah, blah, blah. That's causing the, <laughs> like, th that has been the answer zero times. <laughs> I've been doing this a while. so <laughs> Exactly. You know, I want to back up. You had mentioned um, th the fact that, you know, qu with quantum healing and consciousness and it's sounding scary and people not knowing, I need to, I need to stop here and mention this. It's something that I, I talk about all the time. I have started to, it's because there isn't the consciousness is just that awareness, right? And 
um, people aren't aware of it. There, we don't know everything, and there is more out there. And it sounds very scary, on top of what society puts on different stigmas of topics and, and things to make people live in that fear-based energy. Um, developing a language that are different words that are interchangeable so it doesn't sound as scary to people to plant those seeds and interest them um you know you mentioned that it you're healing yourself which i love because the body is not meant it is meant to be in balance but we need to there's so much to balance within the internal and external factors and to create that balance in the and the body truly mm-hmm. is a, a self-healing mechanism if we allow it to be the mind is such a powerful powerful thing um you you mentioned medications in here all, even when I, I will always keep my nursing license active, but when I was actively working as a nurse, I was very anti-medication um, because like you had mentioned, I feel that it is duct tape also, Matt. I reference it as band-aids to problems instead of getting to that, you know, tomato, tomato. It, it's just not getting to the root. It's putting something over it and then causing 10 times more issues. Like you said, not sleeping, having a laundry list of medications and what that did to you, the side effects and symptoms that just make the problems worse. And it ends up like a domino effect um, where me, I'm more into not only the healing work, but vitamins, supplements, different things that actually truly do help people. People often ask me, well, why don't doctors, you know, tell us this or suggest these things? What are your thoughts on this to medications in in Western medicine and why they don't teach about it or why people don't know? What are your thoughts on the vitamins and supplements in addition to the quantum healing that you do? I think, I think those things are kind of underrated. And from a medical standpoint, that's not what people like your, the focus to it is to address the problem specifically with all oh, this medication and it's only compounded by pharmaceutical reps and all this stuff being like, Oh, here, <laughs> prescribe this. Or, um, I just don't think that the doctors, they're not oh, maliciously doing this stuff. They just, it's been, it's what they've been taught and like they're tr- part of their training and then it's what's been reinforced it is. And it's like, um, people are looking for that instant fix too. They're not looking for, Ooh, well, if you change this about your diet, or you can just take this magic pill and this will, this will take care of it. Well, you're not actually getting to the root of why that's happening. So sure. It gets rid of the symptoms, but you didn't get rid to the initial cause. And I think a lot of this stems from, um, not only just the way that people are trained, but also if we've noticed in the medical system too, no one spends time with anyone. It's, it's way easier to, Here's a prescription for this. Uh, no, get no leave. Okay, just ten minutes. Yeah, that'll be five hundred dollars. So next, <laughs> like that's kind of what it's turned into. It's becoming. It's a business. It's not. It doesn't have the same approach that it did in the past. So I think I think that shift in mentality. And you you can't be a doctor unless you have your own practice. If you're going to spend an hour with a patient, <laughs> like um, exactly. you know, like that that won't fly. So I think it's a systematic problem. And even the best doctors are backed into a corner where they're not allowed to practice in the way that they they would practice if given 
you know, that free reign of what they're doing. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. And, you know, being that both of us, I, I, I have different conversations on that topic alone, being that healthcare is a business at the end of the day. Everything is when it boils down to it. Mm-hmm. Both of us being in different parts of medical field, we do, we know that we are aware it is a business at the end of the day. It's why I'm so, um, passionate about people having advocates and advocation when in the hospital and really having somebody that knows their stuff because people are trusting these doctors. And like you said, it is all they know. Society is programmed for convenience. It's all they know. It's a business. They went to school. It's very textbook. Um, it's, it's what they do. It's that temporary bandaid. You mentioned that, um, healers us healers are not and I love that you mentioned this healers are not the one doing the healing we are the ones guiding the individuals to help heal themselves which I love um you also mentioned that you mentioned the the body in reference to the car which I love because I also make an analogy that the body and make of the car is your body mind and spirit is like body uh, the make and model of the car but that even our cars have alignments check engine lights right so like this is literally when i use that analogy of the body and healing uh we need to recognize that we are so similar to the car there's things there's parts of us that need to be serviced and taken care of there's things that have been suppressed like our fluids we need to drain them and let that stuff out And I feel like when you use analogies like this, people like get it a little bit better and makes it click for them at a deeper level. Um, You also mentioned, you mentioned just so much. So I'm like over here taking side notes that I am just like, yes, yes, yes. He's talking everything in my mind right now. Can I, can I add one thing too? Um, One thing that I see is people are looking for the next thing to fix them. And a powerful shift that I see people make is, not becoming a victim of the circumstances of their body. Your body is actually doing this for you. It's to guide you somewhere better. It's like, it is your subconscious mind and it's coming through this physical manifestation and it is trying to push you to somewhere better. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And when you start asking those questions and start looking at it from that perspective, the whole world changes um, along with a lot of other things. Exactly. That is one thing, you know, I, I always reference, but, everything within my world is always boils down to balance, but I love seeing the duality of the balance. So subconscious and conscious mind, and then lower frequency, higher frequency mind, that ego resides in lower victimhood. I say that's where I tell my clients, that's where ego lives is in victimhood. And you got to get yourself out of it because like Matt said, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And also not focusing on the, the why to a certain extent in the beginning. I always tell the people like surrender to that why and allow it to come to you because the why always makes sense at the end. And you can kind of look back and connect the dots backwards. Um, you, you had mentioned, um, what was I going to just ask you? I totally just had a brain fart and lost the idea. I want you to talk about what the process looks like within quantum healing and what 
somebody would be guided through within one of your sessions. None of them look the same, but if you just give like an overall idea and picture. Yeah. So like the gist of it, um, in the beginning, I have people prepare a list of things they want to have addressed, things they want to, um, it could be physical symptoms. It could be, uh, um, mental issues. It could be just questions in general. A lot of them are about career relationships, you know, stuff like that. Um, anything that's blocking them, even from like abundance. So we remove like old patterns, old beliefs, stuff like that. So I have them prepare a list of things before we actually meet. And you would be surprised at the number of times I get a person with five revisions of their questions, because just that process of writing down stuff, stuff already starts shifting with for them. Even the process of them calling me <laughs> to schedule something, uh, their physical symptoms go away just in that phone call. It doesn't matter if they've had them for 10 years. It's that intention of actually wanting to do this inner work and focus on this and all these things start happening before we even meet <laughs> exactly um, the mind is a very powerful thing i tell people um speaking of the brain and the subconscious you know these are things that we're really familiar with for the audience members that may be listening that aren't so familiar with it can you explain more on the subconscious mind map so what I see the subconscious subconscious as is kind of like the computer and your conscious mind is like a calculator. <laughs> so it can only process so much stuff at a time. So your subconscious mind is constantly taking in things. It's basing it off previous experiences, maybe things people have said, things you've taken on, different emotions, and it's giving you a couple, <laughs> um, it processes everything and then gives you a couple options to pick from <laughs> based on all those things that it's calculating about 10,000 times faster than what you can consciously think of. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes and that's based on um, all kinds of your experience up till this time and even other lifetimes and stuff like that. So all that is all that information is stored just under the surface. And that's why we do what we do because in that relaxed state, your conscious mind is kind of out of the way and we can get to that level to see where this stuff is coming from. Um, for example, maybe, um, maybe all mommy wanted was a back rub and all of a sudden she's pregnant with you. You're going to be feeling that. And so you're going to come in with this belief that, oh, I'm not wanted, not wanted. And that's going to be running in the background. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your outer reality in the background is playing, not wanted, not wanted, not wanted. <laughs> and you're like, why do I feel this way? Everything's great. <laughs> so all that stuff can override, you know, what's actually happening in our reality. So by changing those subconscious patterns, those beliefs, that programming, the emotions, the memories, um, we can in turn shift our outer reality and our perception of that reality. So that su those subconscious thoughts are things and those in turn create what we experience in, in our reality. So the work that I do then is um, in that relaxed state, we kind of go through and see where this stuff is coming from. Uh, your soul knows what you need more than you do. <laughs> so <laughs> we just kind of stay open and allow the process to unfold. And from there, we can figure out where these things are coming to, what stories are tied to this, because everything is inherently neutral. We only The only value it has, or the only meaning it has is the meaning we give it. Um, I like to use the example of if it's raining outside, one person could be like, oh my gosh, this sucks, it's raining. <laughs> what a crappy day. Another person could be like, oh my gosh, my plants need water to grow. This is awesome. <laughs> it hasn't rained in like a week. Um, so it's the rain is just the rain, but it has the value and the meaning we give it. So we see what stories are attached to each of these things. And once we can see, take a step back and see a different perspective, it's easy to 
detach from these things and and release these things so yeah totally the subconscious mind is is imprinted I, and i don't know how you feel about this i have within my my healing programs and things that i do with my clients I had found within my own healing journey, I had started with myself. And what I did was I kind of created a course based on what I did for myself and what worked for me. And I found that there was three areas that everything went back to subconscious programming, generational wounds and experiences and childhood experiences and wounds. And that's the three main areas. Do you would you say a lot of your clients that you work with would connect and root back to those three areas as well? Sure. And I have people even connecting back to other lifetimes as well. Um, some, of the things, yes. some of the, some of the stuff carries over from that. I wouldn't say that's a major component. I would say probably five to 10%, 10% is the high end, maybe like 5%, I think of things actually come from those other lifetimes, but they can impact your life quite heavily. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the areas too, that I, I kind of explore. I kind of just stay open and see where it comes from. Some of the stuff can come from before you're born, like we mentioned, like in the womb. Um, some of this stuff may also be part of what you agreed to come into this world with. So if you're born with something, um, especially with like uh, physical disabilities or something like that, uh, you actually chose that experience to, you know, be born into that. Or certain families, there's there's a balance of experience that is usually playing out. So sometimes if we go back to the pre-birth planning of those, we can get a better picture of why you chose the family you did, you know, what, what that connection was, what you all came here to learn. And when you can see it from that detached perspective, you can understand why your mom's that way or why your dad's that way or why you went through a certain experience to, you know, to advance your soul. So yeah, but those are pretty good, pretty consistent areas with, yeah, as, as we do this work. So exactly. Um, you had mentioned that within, within, your realm of quantum healing, it kind of relaxes that mind so that the ego does not get in the way. And that is what I love about quantum healing, because the ego's job is to tell authentic self, which is ultimately what soul knows. Our soul does know everything we know and need in about ourselves is in our soul. But ego's job is to try to hold us back and continue those self-limiting beliefs and tell authentic soul like, no, you're not worthy of that. You can't do that. You don't deserve that. You shouldn't have that. Um, and in quantum healing, it really relaxes you to the point beyond relaxation. It, it allows you to get to that depth and layers. And that sponge definitely creates... Um, beliefs based on your your experiences and emotions I love that that rain example it, it's so true and that's the perfect example to show people create based off of their experiences emotions that then form beliefs in their mind then then can hold them back and create those blocks the best thing I think anybody can do Matt is dedicate you know if you really want to know why in, in get into the wise is dedicating time for yourself and self-healing. You and I both know you may not have done it dressing changes like you, you have enough knowledge to know that we heal from the inside out mm -hmm. on a physical level, mental and spiritual level. So the best thing anybody could do is just dedicate that time. If you really want to figure out the why is dedicate six months minimum. 
not even at the level with quantum healing, it can happen in one session, multiple sessions, you know, mm-hmm. and dedicate that time to self so that you can heal internally and have an exterior life that matches what you really truly desire. Yes. Everything, everything that you're experiencing is just kind of a reflection of what's going on on the outside. So it's easier to say, oh, this is the person's this way or this is this way. But when we actually take a step back, it's more about what's going on on the inside. Why do you think you've had like five boyfriends, but they're the same boyfriend? Like you didn't learn what you needed. You're still repeating that same pattern. So when it's harder to take that look inside, trust me, it's, it's way harder to look inside than be like, well, that's just the way she is. Um, but it's amazing how I couldn't believe this. I couldn't get over how much my outer world changed, even when I was around the same people, like people were different to me. And it's like, they didn't know what I did, <laughs> but it was how I was responding to them. You know, they're just kind of going through the motions. They're kind of on the autopilot. Like, yeah. mode. So when, when you change, you're just getting a reflection back of, of what's going on, on the inside. And um, even like my boss, I, we'd get into an argument every single day. After I went through this process, we didn't argue the next two and a half years. Really? (laughs) She didn't know what I did. And I was like, well, she's like this. And every other other people had problems with her. So I'm like, well, that's the way she is. But when I changed, we became best friends. And like, we never got into an argument again. (laughs) It's so so drastically different. So I changed how I was going in there and how I was, you know, working with her and changed the way I was responding and completely shifted that. So even people that know they're pushing your buttons, it's not fun anymore. And they go find someone else. It's like the weirdest thing to watch, but <laughs> it has more to do with what's going on inside you. If you're, they're not getting a reaction out of you, the game's not fun. <laughs> so. Exactly. <laughs> Would you agree then? It's my belief that we create our own reality. And the, this, this uh, version of the matrix that we live out here on earth we are ultimately, we can get ourselves out of it and how we get, everybody says, well, how Ashley, how jump off of society's hamster wheel, go within, Mm -hmm. rewire your own mindset, create your own reality and program your own system. I love that you did the computer analogy. It's another big one that I do because it's the the car and the computer, two big analogies for me. (laughs) Thoughts on this, Matt? Well, when you're like, people always talk about like the, the truth and there's like truthers out there. I'm like, the people that know the truth, the truth are busy creating their own reality. Yes. <laughs> so much so much of the programming is designed so that you don't know how powerful you are. If everyone knew how powerful they were, the world would be drastically different. Uh, and this is personal power. Um, you can't control. So one thing I still ask myself is like, do I have control over this now? If the answer is no, I don't waste my energy on that. Um, you, I can acknowledge it, but I don't feed it. There's a, there's a huge difference. And by focusing on my own personal power, um, you can actually do more good and I can help more people and do more things. And if every person took that focus inward, everything would fall apart. The game would crumble and (laughs) put the pieces back together and build up something better. But I think that's where we're headed. I think that's what we're seeing now is this kind of like, shaking up of things some of these things have gone for thousands of years and it's like no time to be done they're all it's getting bumpy because these things are coming to the surface to be to be restructured and and regrown so i think it's exciting times that we're in and i the biggest thing you can do right now is is to focus on yourself which sounds way backwards (laughs) but ironically it's not not at all not at all i love that you 
um, I want to talk a little bit deeper into the 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 power part, right? Because we have those two sides of us. Once again, I'm always I'm doing positive subconscious programming right now. We've got that ego and then authentic self. So when people hear power or I, I make a post and I say, you know, take your power back or stand in your power. A lot of people's perception uh, interpret that from the egoic mind. And that's far from what I truly mean. To me, power is stepping into your authentic self, Mm -hmm. into your truth, into your confident, humble truth from that side of yourself. Um, you also mentioned that, yes, the everything that's happened in these last two years, very, very, very destined. Even on a Matt's aware, I'm very into astrology and astronomy. It's where uh, the guru in me comes out and I apply those energies because that's another tool and resource that impacts us here on Earth. But even the astrology and astronomy has, you know, had this stuff kind of planned out or what it looks like to be planned out and it's playing out it's like the huge tower moment and it is destined in order to have new and good and more light everything has to come to the dark and crumble and we are restructuring and it may not feel like it but sometimes the hardest challenges are bringing us to the light and the the better quality of life no matter what and I don't know how you feel we're going to find out what Matt feels about this I feel that earth is always going to have the duality the overall consciousness has raised on earth and the frequency of earth has raised but no matter what I feel we still will always have duality because I feel that this dimension is meant for our lessons and it will always have that duality versus other dimensions thoughts Yes, I, I think duality is important. And I, I see it as contrast because without that contrast, you wouldn't have the range of experiences that Earth provides. So, like yeah, um, just think about it. There's no good, there's no bad, but like it allows for so many more experiences when you have such a, a range of, um, such a, a discrepancy between those two things. So the duality, I guess. Exactly. Um, Nothing is good. Nothing is bad. It just is. And it's allowing for growth. So change to me, it's another word that people find very scary. I myself years ago as well, change was very scary for me. Now I love change. Change to me is growth, evolution, transformation. I found these positive words to spin it on and reset my own mind with. Um, but it allows for growth, not only for us individually, but as a collective. And ultimately, the collective's energy is our energy just being rippled out. So like our thoughts, words and actions get rippled out at an energetic frequency every single day. And we make up the world's frequency. So all the people complaining about the world, I'm like, it starts with you. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> you know, Someone will come to me and they'll be stuck and they'll be like, they can't figure out why they're stuck, but they take the same way to work. They talk to the same people, go through the same routine and like, why is nothing changing? Like, really? (laughs) Shake it up a little bit. Let me boil it down for you. Do something different. Anything. (laughs) Pack a different lunch to start there. (laughs) Because like 95 to 99% of your reality is created by that autopilot mind. Yes. Um, and you're, you're going, just going through the motions and, and don't take my word for it. Play around with this. You have the same conversations with the same people. They expect you to respond a certain way. Um, and really there's very limited amount, 
room for change if you're doing the same crap. And if you, in terms of like neuroscience, um, you're on that, it's called the default mode network. And in order for things to shift, you have to start getting different neurons to wire together. And <laughs> so they say that neurons that fire together, wire together. So if you're going to do the same thing, we see this stuff like an addiction where like stuff is super hardwired in and it's like, it's, it's really set in there. But uh, there's a thing called synaptic plasticity where um, when we start changing those, those patterns, the brain and the neurochemistry and everything starts to change and it starts shifting you out of this and the brain's like, Oh, we're doing something different. And that's where the, that's where the magic is. The magic's in the unknown. And until you start doing that, nothing's going to change. Exactly. You mentioned, um, and here's where I think people could really benefit from realizing this. And it's, it's so simple, but I think everything is humans just make life way harder than it needs to be. <laughs> um, autopilot. Autopilot to me is also busy. And when you jump off that hamster wheel and create your own balance, you don't live on autopilot anymore. You don't go, 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 go. You're able to start recognizing these things and doing these things. And for me, that was always kind of my who I was anyways, I was, I was on autopilot, but in a very different way. Um, and then I was able to start creating my balance and I saw like everything right in front of my face. And I'm like, this is so simple. I didn't realize it. You had mentioned a great example of creating new, um, neural pathways. I'm going to give you guys all an example to try out. This is something really great. Brain is a powerful two-pound organ into the brain ever since I lost my mom to brain cancer. But brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand actually is a really great thing. And it's super simple to do. So like I encourage everybody listening to try it out. Um, it's really fun. It's, it's almost like a toddler learning how to <laughs> brush their teeth again for the first time. And um, there's many different things you can do with that in experiencing uh, the non-dominant hand and being able to create those new pathways. <laughs> but it's like, like Matt said, you've got to try something different. Obviously, it's not working. You're repeating the same cycles. And until you undo, uh, which I find that there's certain people that's more challenging with versus others that it's they're more likely to do that with um I want to go into I want to ask you so you had mentioned addictions and how vicious that cycle can can be to actually rewire and change those pathways there's certain types of people I find neurodivergent minds um are some of the people that struggle with some of the challenges in life a little bit more um, but that it's ingrained in them differently. And if they could understand and learn, they could benefit from these deeper quantum healing levels to snap out that they're a little bit more at risk for, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I see this as a total just reframing. Uh, I don't treat this different than anything else. I see the addiction as like a symptom. And we see what's going on behind the scenes. And a lot of times there's like, whether it's like conditioning or programming or just like, or like a masking of things, but we, uh, there's always more to the story. And it's never, it's never like, oh, this is the problem. No, no, it's, <laughs> there's always a reason. I see it, I see it just as a symptom. And like other parts of the world kind of treat this the same way. 
and I treat it just like anything else. It's no different. Um, it may may take a little bit more to shift out of that, but when those the original original like pull is gone, um, <laughs> like I don't know, you can make that shift a lot easier. Exactly. So, yeah, I kind of see it the same same way. Um, I want to step back just a second. I want to talk about the magic of COVID. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Let's alert. go there. <laughs> yeah. So you talked about you talked about um, just being on the hamster wheel. What COVID did, it was such a gift. Like it forced people to just there was no wheel. <laughs> exactly. And, and and there um some of the t- some of the people this is a bumpy time for. <laughs> I say crunchy <laughs> because <laughs> they, they had never had a chance to deal with their own stuff. There was no distractions. There was no sports. There was no other human interaction, they were stuck alone to face themselves and like work through their stuff. It kind of forced them to do this. They're like, here you go, <laughs> figure it out. And with without those things, it's it's not that people don't care. There was just they had stuff going on, you know, like you know, there was sports and they had like their, you know, go to work from you know 40 hours a week, and like all that was not there. So it it caused this like massive shift. Some people came out awesome on top of it, other people that weren't ready to face their stuff or didn't want to deal with it. Um, that you could almost see this like this split and we we continue to see this um those people that were ready to that took the time to go inward and, and do this stuff and the people that were like nope i'm not going to do it and I, I choose to remain stuck okay it's a choice everything's a choice but it was just it was such a magical time because especially with what we're going through collectively how important that was so um, I thought that was pretty fascinating that you brought that up and <laughs> we we're kind of forced into that collectively. And it's like, it's kind of cool to see because on the other side of it, it's like a lot of people are in a way better spot. I'm in the best spot of my life. Thanks to COVID. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. I actually started. So to, to reference magic and so this is something I've believed in all my life. Um, I think the double cancer in me definitely always dreamed big and, and knew of imagination and magic. And as an adult, I actually had somebody make fun of me one time and say, um, what is what does she think she's doing for sprinkling fairy dust and magic on people? And I was like, adult. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I am. I am with my selenite wand, actually. Um, So it's actually we are creating magic. It's adult magic. It's taking action and creating. So, yes, it is magical. COVID was so powerful. I left corporate world, Matt, in 2020. Business was started. Angelic Love and Light was started on uh, United States birthday, July 4th of 2020. People are like, are you crazy? I'm like, yes, we all are. Balanced, unbalanced, and we need to create balance. That's, I don't like the word crazy. I reference unbalanced and balanced. Those are the, that's the wording in my world. But you had mentioned that it forced people to be with self, which much of the world, especially on autopilot mode, is not comfortable with being with self. I, I feel very differently on this. I, my prior experience um, to my healing journey, I was kind of secluded and isolated in 12 years in my marriage and um, in a very abusive, toxic marriage where I was to myself. So my experience with being with self was already very different than everybody else's um, Mm. takes on it. But being with self allows you, it's such a powerful thing. Now I feel very differently about it now than I do when I was in that situation. 
But being with self is one of the most powerful things that you can do when you can reflect and sit with your thoughts and hear, see, feel, know what the soul needs to find out. It gets real, but it's the best therapeutic thing. I think me for somebody, I used to have a lot of codependency issues with people and external validation. Um, for me, it was liberating throughout my healing journey and every day it's a choice. I'm still healing. I choose every day to heal. It was very liberating for me to be able to figure it out by myself instead of calling a girlfriend and, and reaching for everybody's opinion and advice for Ashley. Like, why are, why am I asking what's best for Ashley to other people? Ashley knows what's best for Ashley, you know? <laughs> And there's so much that within the wounds and traumas and experiences that Matt and I help people heal themselves from, it's all stuff that's being suppressed. And healing is about not suppressing because suppressing leads to what can create physical illness and disease, Matt. Can we talk about that? Sure. (laughs) And, And touch on how suppressing suppressing all these experiences um, and where they're stored in the different parts of the body that can lead the physical is the last step. So the body gives warnings and signs that the car is about to break down or need a servicing and it can be prevented. Ultimately it's why it can also be corrected through healing. Um, But that suppressing can lead to physical illness and disease Let's have your opinion and knowledge on this. Yes. <laughs> I could talk for hours about this. But... I know. I know. <laughs> um, yes. In my, in, in my work too, I find like, yeah, if you're not listening, if you're not dealing with stuff, people have this belief like, oh, I'm old. I have to have this. No, you just haven't dealt with this. And, and now it's this. And now it's this. And yep, you're still not listening. <laughs> so like I said, the, like we said before, the body's not trying to trick you. It's trying to guide you to somewhere better. So I see a lot of consistencies with the parts of the body, what they're trying to tell you. Um, and, and it's all trying to get your attention when, when you're not listening. <laughs> That's why doing like the work that we help people with, it's so preventative because it doesn't have to, you don't have to get hit by a semi to get you a message. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. The, the signs can be so much gentler. There can they just can. be an animal up here. It doesn't have to feel like the 18 wheeler just ran over you. <laughs> <laughs> It's all a choice once again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it is healing. Isn't fun. It's not sunshine and rainbows. It's digging it, pulling out the sutures and <laughs> figuring out what stuff was from. And, but that being said, it's extremely powerful. Um, doing this work too. I've, I've seen stuff I never even thought was possible in with my science mind. I've had people regrow organs that have been surgically removed. I've had people move their bones wow. back into place after getting hit by cars. Um, stuff that if you would have told me a couple of years ago, I would have swore you were nuts <laughs> and, and I wouldn't have been too nice about it, but <laughs> it's all in this realm of possibilities. And once we figure out what something's trying to tell us, we can, we can heal that. Um, another thing to be mindful of is we talked about how powerful you were. Uh, I think just about every single person I've worked with with an autoimmune disease was from the way they talk to themselves or the wow. beliefs they have about themselves. So it's a created illness and they're so powerful that they're literally telling their body to attack itself and it responds. So you cannot believe in gravity, but if you're going to live here, it pays to know how it works. Same with this. 
<laughs> that's why I teach great analogy i know because you're, you're doing this this is happening whether you know it whether you believe it or not so you can not believe it but you know if you're gonna live here it works to your advantage to know how this works um i do have a lot of videos that explain this in detail on my youtube channel um matt schmidt qh um is my channel on youtube but uh it goes through these in more detail but yeah pretty amazing all these things and a lot of a lot of more similarities than than we would think so like we talked about suppress you're suppressing things uh every just about every person i've worked with with cancer was from suppressed anger and once again the body part tells you more so the left side of your body is stuff that happened in the past usually the stuff on your right side is stuff that's happening right now so every person i've had with breast cancer on the left side they told me it was from suppressed anger from the way they're raised as a child they let go of the anger and in two to three weeks, it's gone. You don't need someone like me to do this. You can do this on your own. That's the beauty of this. So going through that and being and seeing and figuring out why this, why you chose that, what you learned from that, um, that helps me to logically <laughs> release it um, where you can actually kind of work through and see why it happened for you. And then it's easier to forgive the people or, you know, try to see things from the other people's perspective as well. And then you can release that and really heal yourself. Um, pretty amazing. I don't think, I don't think I have a person take longer than three weeks with like breast cancer to have it just, um, no other treatments. Like that's how powerful you are. So, um, and then you don't have to worry about it coming back. The nice thing about this compared to like the medical approach, you could chop off the person's whatever. If they didn't get the message, guess what? <laughs> Here you go. Why don't you try that again? You haven't dealt with this. So it's, you have to worry about that, that coming back. And we don't recognize this enough in our society, but spontaneous regression of cancer is a way more prominent thing in other cultures. We just don't recognize it here because people go in and they're like, oh, it's the medication that did this. But no, you're still doing your healing even in that. Um, people change a lot when they're facing <laughs> when they're facing dying. They're like, oh, I sh I'll change this about my life. Oh, I don't need to <laughs> keep carrying this. You, know, like, you go through a lot of these changes and inadvertently you end up healing yourself anyway. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I think it's I think it happens more readily than we acknowledge, but I think that's kind of changing too. Completely. Matt, you mentioned it, you know, healing is not all rainbows and sunshine. I think I think a lot of people, especially as being known as the energy queen, love and light activator, I have a very positive focus. I think perceptions are definitely uh, misguided. I don't focus my intentions. I'm aware of both realities of duality. I just choose to focus towards the positive. I'm aware it's blood, sweat, and tears. And I've lived every single part of that blood, sweat, and tears of healing journey, not only my own, but other people that I help within theirs. Um, the mindfulness, it is all possible. You know, I as well have had people, I had a testimonial just the other day um, a, a woman my same age who, when she came to see me, she was diagnosed with a very severe brain um, diagnosis. And I had told her in her reading that she was going to heal herself. And she was guided to, she believed in herself that she could, and she took her power back. She reached out to me the other day and told me her scans are completely clear. And I was just like, this is so amazing because I know it's possible as you do too. And it's like so powerful to see that in other, it, it lights me up when I see other people healing as well. 
Um, it's, it's the light worker on path in me. I want to touch on, you had mentioned the emotional mapping to cancer and specifically breast cancer. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing that I work with my clients too. It's how I, I really love to still incorporate, um, my Western, uh, Western med and nursing me still. Mm-hmm. And I sure. like to connect all the pieces. One of my quirks is I'm really good at making connections within physical, spiritual, mental, and then Western med, Eastern med. And it's funny because emotional mapping, you mentioned for autoimmune, Mm -hmm. that it has a lot to do with the way people speak to themselves. Every single emotional mapping that I've ever found claims autoimmune as like a diagnosis or a disorder, but there is a root cause of it, I know. And I've made a connection that many of us very gifted we're all gifted but many of us that are aware of our gifts have challenges with autoimmune challenges and it is that self-talk um why do you feel i want to i'm going to transition and now i'm going to ask some some fun questions i have always said since the beginning of time i I'm like, there's a cure to cancer. There's a cure to diabetes. It's, it's too much of a moneymaker. There, there, there is a cure beyond like, of course we know we can heal from it, but there's a cure. Like, why do you feel the world? Do you feel that the world just doesn't, isn't on the same page as us because they don't have the logical proof and factual proof, like from the scientific level, um, why do you, what do you think on that about as far as what the world knows and doesn't know yet and what is out there and not out there? Do you foresee there being a discovery anytime in the next near future of them releasing, yes, we can cure cancer with all the advancements and technology advancements that are happening and going to happen? What are your thoughts on this from a scientific point? No. <laughs> um so i've gone back and forth in this so there is that part of it um and i've I've been told this like so i worked on cancer drugs and um i've patents on some and the thing is i've asked this in front of like 400 people i'm like in the conference i was like why aren't you looking at this as a possible like target for this and they're like we're not looking for a cure if you treat someone for 10 years that's how you make your money back sit down kid (laughs) and i was like what and like wasn't trying to like mask or no one no one even flinched i'm like you gotta be kidding me like really did you, did you hear what you just said and like so i was coming from an academic environment and this was you know in front of like a, a business and stuff and it's like <laughs> like no you won't make your money back like that's what a stupid idea sit down <laughs> so that's part of it and I'll, everyone that worked with started for the right reasons but those aren't the ones that make the decisions only a select handful of people have hundred million dollars to test a drug to actually get it on the market. So it doesn't matter what you do getting there. Um, most of the people have good hearts and they're in the right, but they, they don't, they can't affect that change. That being said, I don't think that you will find a, a cure for cancer because not a chemical cure, because like we said, you're not actually getting the message. So all you're doing is like, <laughs> Um, getting rid of it temporarily so it can come back in another way. Cancer is a beautifully constructed um, messenger system. 
<laughs> you know, it's 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 very smart it's very clever it can find a way just around just about anything and that's what makes it um such an elegant messenger of our bodies so i think that being said like by the time we get to the the level where we'd overcome these things and they'd really something that would chemically do that i think people would start to realize like their own personal power in actually healing this and Exactly. I asked you that intentionally because I knew that I would get that answer. And, and I agree too. I, I do feel that there will be some advancements in technology that are discoveries, but not they will not unleash or, um, or present a cure to the world because at the end of the day, the hospitals and illness is a business. It is. And that people will, the mass wakening and what COVID did with the group of people, the division and the half that mm -hmm. did choose to awaken into the more that exists beyond the illusions of the world, that those people will all be the ones to help um, gain their authentic power and, and realize these things. I don't feel that everybody is meant to, uh, because then we would be like all robots walking in the same bodies. Not everybody was meant to wake up and choose that decision. And that is okay for the ones that don't. Um, but that I ultimately felt that that's what you were going to say. And that I wanted the people to hear that and from a different voice and opinion, but that it is totally possible. You mentioned cancer is, I mean, it's, it is a smart, smart, sick, sick illness and disease. I lost both my parents to it, mm -hmm. different types, lung and brain cancer. And when I tell you, Matt, that my mom's tumor, um, I don't know if you recall this, but when my mom got diagnosed, I had introduced her to two people from my spiritual world. My Reiki, um, a Reiki practitioner over very popular. And he another also started marinating and planting seeds in her mind about your work and listening to you. And she mm. actually requested you on Facebook to start watching your videos. It wasn't in her plan to heal from it, the awful disease. Mm -hmm. But when I, so I had, when I was a little girl, I had a vision that both my parents were going to pass early on. And it made me very independent growing up. In September uh, before, so my mother passed last year, the September prior to her passing, I got one of my premonitions that it was coming soon with my mom. My father had already passed five years prior. And my mom had asked me for a reading. I'm a psychic medium as well. And I, she had never asked me for a reading. And when she asked me for the reading, I had told her I needed to see her blood work, her, her lab values, because those ranges I feel are very off balance they've been around forever and the illness and disease rates have gone up so i feel those rates needed the low end and the high ends are indicative of what's to come but western medicine doesn't treat until the numbers are at the outside of the scopes of the normal range what is normal to a bunch of unnormal people <laughs> so i um i looked at her lab values and i saw exactly what was brewing up in her system i didn't know what type of cancer but i knew cancer was in her body and that she needed to start making some changes and had a choice to start making some changes and then when we got the um call in february when i found out she was in the hospital and ultimately 
found out it was brain cancer, I went to the emotional mapping instantly, Matt, and her left-sided brain tumor was to a T everything she suppressed her whole entire life. Mm-hmm. She suppressed it so much to a point living on autopilot, go, 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 masking different forms of what everybody in this world can intend to do and choose to do. It was down to a T the emotional mapping for the brain cancer on the left mm-hmm. side of her, her, she held on to a lot, a lot of anger with her father, but she had started watching some of Matt's work and she had told me between you and Simon, because she had, a, she struggled with listening to my wisdom. She had a hard time with that. And I knew you're her daughter. <laughs> exactly. She was always very receptive and a better listener with male energy. And so I said, I'm going to give her two of the best gurus I know. And I never told Matt this. I'm telling him this now. I said, Mom, I'm going to give you two of the best gurus. I'm giving you Simon and I'm giving you Matt. And it's up to you to Facebook request them and start absorbing their material because they can really help you. If this is what you want for yourself, you can do this. And I remember her telling me that she could hear her left brain and her right brain. And she also told the doctors this in Western Med and they looked at her like she needed to be in the R wing. (laughs) She told them that she heard her left brain and right brain talking to each other and trying to get in alignment. Yeah. Wow. I never shared that with you. Wow. And um, I know for a fact, it wasn't a part of my mom's plan to heal. And we but have, even that progress, like the healing yeah. goes on. She doesn't have to deal with it next time around, you know, because that's still something that she'd carry over. So anything that she put towards that is still progress. So I needed to hear that you saying it like that, because I didn't give her credit enough for the healing that she did do. I connected her every single day and she is healed and she's at peace and she was able to cross over and we were able to care for her and cross her over it was so beautiful map um we were able to cross her over as a family and be with her and she is healed and she's free and she's her authentic self so i have to thank you because you helped that and i never made you aware of it but divine timing always brings the messages out so i did not plan on crying but i always expect the unexpected so <laughs> the listeners now are hearing my sad my sad tears <laughs> my happy sad tears i think the message that i really wanted to get out tonight um not only on matt's beautiful gifts and his abilities and the work that he does Um, and just all of the beautiful connections between us is that it is possible to heal yourself from anything on a physical, spiritual, and mental level. The choice is yours to create the balance in your life and to choose healing in a different way. There's many different modalities and all these things are coming out more. You see everybody the best thing I can tell anybody to do, I've never been big on TV or, or watching TV or certain activities that others are into. I'm a learner. I like teaching. I like researching. I like learning and wisdom. Go out there. To research all the different modalities and things that you can do. Add these to the tools and resources in your life. 
I said after the 12 years that I could never get back, I wasn't focused on getting them back. I knew I couldn't get them back, but I knew moving forward, I wanted to maximize my healing and I needed every single tool and resource in my personal toolbox. And that's what I advise other people to do. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. Like, I know what I'm good at, but there's no one size fits all. <laughs> like, especially at different phases of your journey, I'm not maybe the right choice or what I do or what the work that I do. Um, because it, it, it takes someone who's already doing this and it's just kind of an extension of what you're already doing. You're not going to get as much out of it if you're not already invested in, in this process. So I start people in different places based on, on what's best for them. Like, I'll be completely honest with them. Like, I, I don't think I'd be good for you. <laughs> you need yeah. to maybe start here and I'll, I'll send them some stuff. But um, I tell them like it is because I, I don't want that either. You know, I want them to be successful. And so like I give them as much as I can to get them there. And different people are at different stages are ready for different things. People respond differently to different things. There is so much out there. And there's I see a lot of cool things, even with like mergers between areas that weren't even areas before that like, oh, we can do this and do this. And. Um, it's just really cool to see. So if something feels right in your heart, follow that. Like if there's a poll or if someone's popping up for you or there's a reason for that. Yes. Um, even with people that do the same work, I'm like, maybe I'm not the person for you. Here's this person that yeah. I recommend you go see. And, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> I may not be your person. That's, that's perfectly fine. I don't <laughs> honor that, respect that. So exactly. I think, I think that's never... a huge thing. We never take it personally. You mentioned, you, you said it so perfectly. It's all about alignment. You know, I equally too, I kind of have with my clients, I have this like avatar of a client that I have. It's pretty much me and who I was and different things that I, many of the people I work with are different versions of myself. There's about a five to 10% ratio that are not my avatar that come in from different sources but I will not work with people if we are not aligned it's just I don't force nothing is supposed to be forced in journey I, I surrendered seven years ago and I have never gone back there's um, your word there's your word you're talking about power the ego version of that is force nice yes you see I always I I, I like to do that <laughs> um, so yeah it's all about finding your right alignments and that's beyond just your healers mentors every every teacher and mentor has an even greater teacher and mentor and they all have alignments it's it's nice to have those alignments too in life and other areas just what feels right to you when it feels good you know listen to your body your body scan your body's energy is it making you feel good and positive or is it making you want to vomit and like empty out your whole GI system you know what I mean <laughs> your body's always leading you and guiding you the internal intuition is meant but those same wounded areas that we need to heal from are the reasons why people don't trust their natural intuition and know how to listen to their intuition so I think the longest road is was from my head to my heart <laughs> <laughs> when those two journey. things click matt it is that's when the magic happens you know i remember i remember the specific moment that my head and heart got on the same page it literally i was in the hospital it was after the last event with my ex trigger warning so i don't want to get too deep into it but i was in the hospital 
I had a clock right in front of me. And this is coming from somebody that flows in divine timing. And I never looked at a clock, right? I look up at the clock. I heard the in my heart and head. I heard in my, my internal voice say, the time is now. The time is now and you will go. And I listened, Matt. I was sick of myself not listening. Yes. I'm powerful and I've never looked back. Do you recall your moment when your head and heart got on the same page? I think it was more of a gradual shift just because I was so in my head. So it was like this constant teetering back and forth. But I think after after I I did my first quantum healing session, there was all those wheels. It was all set in motion at that point. Yeah. And it Momentum was like, was building. And I got to see why I chose to come here during this time. And I, I, I saw like the, everything from a, a different perspective. And I was like, I was just shocked at what I was seeing. Like, why are, why are people like that to each other? And it was just like, everything just solidified, like where I knew that I had to like operate more from, from my heart. And I think that's been just growing and building, but it was definitely a hard shift out of that because coming from such a, a strong background, you know, I'm, but it's been so rewarding too. And like, I work one tenth as hard as I used to and more stuff happens. It's like exactly. the Exactly. <laughs> I, I literally tell everybody doing less, you become more and more happens. I can say the same for myself. I am so happy. I'm not, I used to work 80 hours a week, Matt, always picking up extra shifts, never seeing my daughter, had no balance whatsoever, was so burnt out. Um, mm sleep patterns all over which impact the mood you know as you know and now being in alignment and living out my purpose and always being willing to open and expand further into that alignment and purpose I am also working less um way happier producing more doing more though at the same time it's just it's a feeling that I have a hard time explaining in detail and i just encourage everybody to try to take that quantum leap and actually take action to do the same for themselves you know i want to get wrapped up here we're we're a little bit over an hour me and matt could talk all night long to you guys literally like this is why we're very very aligned and i just i love his wisdom i love his knowledge he articulates it at a such stronger level than I, um, but we're so on the same page. Before we get going, Matt, I want you to shout yourself out. Where where can everybody find you at? I know you dropped your YouTube, but give them all your information. What's you, what is your your website info, social media? Let them know where they can find you if they feel aligned with you or want to look into you more. All right. Um, probably the easiest way is to go to my website, www.mattschmidtqh.com. Pretty clever, huh? So it's M-A-T-T-S-C-H-M-I-D-T-Q-H.com. And all the links to everything are on there. It's either easier than giving you a big, long string of things. I'm Matt Schmidt QH on most things. So TikTok, Instagram, like most things, Facebook, just match mint, but all those links and everything are on the website. So um, I really strongly suggest that people start with the videos because, well, basically it's free. 
and, yeah. and I've had people, they said their brain tumor went away in three weeks, just going through the videos. Um, and it's, it's so cool to see because it's not me doing any of this. It's so cool to watch people like take their power back and to really do this stuff. So when you're committed to this process, that's amazing. Just the intention of wanting to be better is huge. Things already start falling into place. Um, and stick with it. Um, stick with it. Just like anything else, you won't see the changes maybe right away. Um, you hear these stories of instant healing and stuff like that. Don't get just go. Don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen instantly. Healing is a is a process with layers, and I don't think we're ever done with it. No, <laughs> you know, more, it, it does get easier. The ride gets easier. <laughs> um, yeah. But the um, storms that wave that we create the balance with gets easier to control and we stay on our surfboard easier is what I say. It, it, it becomes easier of a process, but it is never done. And even in the next dimensions that we transition into because energy never dies, um, the work is not done then either. My mother found out real quick. You don't just go up and suntan on clouds. Uh, <laughs> she's like the work up here. I'm not done. I would have stayed down there maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, Matt, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. such a simple, but unique and diverse being you are. And I, I believe there's more to come between us. I'm sure I'll have you back on at some point. I know we're going to get back into my angelic love and light group and have another quantum healing session. He did come in. Matt is so giving with his energy and he's an equal conduit of giving and receiving. And so you're going to want to stay tuned for that because we do have some planning of that happening so that he can come into the angelic love and light Facebook group and offer another private session with everybody to experience what his magical work is made of. So stay tuned for that. Matt, thank you once again for coming on tonight. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, thank you for having me on. We're just getting started. <laughs> just getting started. Like I always say, we're eternally connected and there's more to come, dot, dot, dot. So until next time, we will wish you all lots of love and light and send you all abundance and Reiki healing energy. Create your balance and take your power back, beautiful souls. Have a good night.